Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. In today's episode, I want to unpack a topic that's close to my own heart, excuse the pun, and I'm not a relationship expert, but I have had my own journey with love, and I also know how much mindset and personal development has really helped me to heal from past hurts and also helps me in my current relationships. So if you're listening to this and think, oh, this actually doesn't apply to me right now, I'd still encourage you to keep listening because perhaps there's someone in your world who's going through heartbreak and this may help you tap into a deeper level of compassion and understanding for what they're going through. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, my own dating, (laughs) sorry, I can't but laugh, but my own dating history has all the elements of a good Maeve Binchy novel. Hurt, love, lust, tears, hilarious escapades as I tried to navigate the online dating world in my mid-30s, and then some wonderful connections that have deeply shaped my life path in different ways. Just to give you a snapshot, in May 2015, I was preparing to leave Australia to move back home to Ireland, and my partner at that time had decided he was staying in Australia as he didn't see his life in Ireland. And I remember feeling such a whirlwind of emotions. In my gut, it felt like the right decision to come home, but my heart was so conflicted. Three years later, May 2018, I was jumping back on a plane to Melbourne and I felt there was just something pulling me back there. I'd really struggled at times to heal from my heartbreak and I remember feeling so frustrated and annoyed at this point. All my friends were starting to get engaged or settle down and here I was running back across the world and in some ways still nursing a pain in my heart. Now I know what you're thinking, was the ex still in Melbourne? And no, he had moved back to Ireland and had met someone new. So talk about sliding doors. For the next two years, my dating life bubbled along, but at times it felt like I was just getting father to entertain my friends the next time we met up for brunch or dinner. And it wasn't until May 2020 when I went on my first date with my now husband. And look, love and heartbreak are funny things. Some of our relationship experiences, they might just have been mere glimmers of potential love. Others are whole chapters or novels of deep love and connection. And whatever the story or the outcome, going through heartbreak means that at some point love was present. And with so many versions of love, the experience of heartbreak is also uniquely different and personal to everyone. However, I'm hoping some of the insights I'll share here today will shed some light on how to move forward and heal your heart. So the first thing to keep in mind, and it was a really important lesson that I learned, was that no one goes into a relationship with the intention of it ending. Well, not that I know of. You know, we all enter into these dynamics with a sense of hope and expectancy. There's like an excitement to have met someone and to explore this connection and see where it can go. The other thing to recognise is that often the sadness we're feeling after a breakup or when a relationship is breaking down or it's about to end, we're not actually sad over what's happened. A lot of the time our sadness is because of what didn't happen. 
And this can sometimes feel like it hurts the most because we're trying to let go of what we hoped would happen and all those future dreams. And I guess we can all be guilty at times of naively thinking we can somehow predict or even control the future. And heartbreak teaches us a really tough lesson that we can only control how we show up and our path. We actually have no authority over others and if they'll stay on our path or not. And that can really hurt. I really struggled with this concept in the past. And even though I might know deep down that a relationship had ran its course, I'd often struggle to let it go. And there were times where I was so dumbfounded at the impact it was having on me because I'd always pride myself on being able to work through tough times and move forward, you know, put your head down, you can get through it. But there was one particular heartbreak that seemed to have me trapped in this continuous cycle. And I've since learned that there's a lot of research out there that highlights how heartbreak can feel like a debt as it has a lot of the same symptoms that we go through or that we associate with grief. And it's almost this loss of identity and purpose And it leaves a lot of voids in our lives. So it makes sense that when something feels so painful and complex, we can often struggle to accept the simple reason why the relationship has ended. We'll often latch on to the idea that there must be more to it. If I can just understand the why, then I can move on from it. But interestingly, It's this way of thinking that often keeps us going round and round because we're trying to find a more complicated reason or something that we did or we said to explain why it's ended. I remember one counsellor said to me, she was like, MC, you know, you can still create the life you're wanting without this person. Just because they aren't in your life, it doesn't mean all your future aspirations are gone. Yes, they look different, But it doesn't mean they can't happen. And I remember this light bulb just going off at that moment because I realised I was attaching so much of my future identity to the success of this particular relationship or to the endings, in this case, of this relationship. And research also shows us that healing from heartbreak is the same process as if we were giving up drugs. So our brain actually goes through a very similar withdrawal process. When we're getting over a breakup, we often look for one more hit. And sometimes it's a way of proving to ourselves that we didn't imagine the connection or, you know, this person was a really or is a really good person. Or perhaps it's to see if the connection is still there so we can feel that, you know, good feeling again. And look, we've all been there sending one last text message or pretending to call them by mistake or we tell ourselves, oh, well, it would be rude not to wish them happy birthday on social media or whatever the story is. And even if we don't action anything, you know, even if you've managed to have some self-control in that space, we can often spend a lot of time tapping back into the memories and even start to idolise these people and the moments that we had together. Psychologist Guy Winch says that the difference between a recovering addict and someone recovering from heartbreak is that an addict knows when they're hitting up again. So for those of us mending our hearts, we often don't even realise that these 
particular thoughts or actions are actually preventing us from moving forward and, you know, they're actually putting us back into the cycle again. Now, if you're going through a breakup, I'm not saying you shouldn't spend time thinking about or reflecting back on the relationship. This is actually a really valuable step. But instead, it's all about how we engage with this process. And the thing is that there's no logical explanation is going to satisfy you right now, especially if that heartbreak feels raw. Now, the idea of letting it go might feel impossible too. So I ask you instead to think, can you just let it all flow and unfold as it should? I always struggled with the idea of letting something go because it feels really definite and final. And, you know, maybe that's what I needed to do in this instance. But those initial moments after a relationship ends, it can be really hard to envision that it's gone, you know, that that chapter is closing. And this idea of letting it all flow and just unfold feels easier for me. And it feels like there's less resistance in it. And it's more about surrendering to it because we don't know what's going to happen in your next chapter. We don't know what's going to happen or come around the corner or who you're going to meet or how it's going to unfold. So letting it all flow feels just a little bit easier. And in this space of surrendering, we're actually more open to welcoming deeper reflection and insight. And I look back at myself in my early 30s when I first moved home and I was so overwhelmed by it all. And I wish I had some of these tools to help me release it and understand the, the, the relationship and the breakup more and really understand myself more. So here are a few journal prompts that I found help, helpful in recent years and that have allowed me to let go of old hurts. And they also then have helped me to prepare my heart to welcome in new love and connection. These questions can also be helpful if you're supporting someone who's going through a breakup or perhaps there's a past relationship that still plays out in your mind and, you know, it still takes up a little bit of airtime in there. So I've got a couple of questions that I think would be really beneficial to think about and journal on and they can really help bring up some deep insights. So number one, what have I learned about myself from this relationship? Number two, how can I grow from this experience? Number three, moving forward, what do I need from a relationship? And often when we're caught in this cycle of trying to make an old relationship work or we're struggling to let go of a relationship, our needs can kind of go on the back burner. We can kind of ignore ourselves. So this is a really good one just to kind of bring it back to yourself. And the final one, how do I show up in relationships and in particular my relationship with myself? And this has probably been the most insightful question that I've reflected on and I repeatedly come back to it because it's really shone a light on my behaviours and my beliefs and thoughts when I'm in a relationship and also then how I treat myself. How do I look after myself and show love and care for myself? As well as these questions, I've also got these two sentence starters, I guess you could call them. And the two sentences that I'm going to ask you to finish are I'm letting go of da, 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 whatever it might be and I'm welcoming in da, 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 da. So you just complete these sentences. So I'm letting go of and I'm welcoming in 
simply by listing all the feelings, beliefs, thoughts and behaviours that you want to move on from and then also listing the ones you want to focus on. And you can do this exercise multiple times. Another really powerful exercise is writing letters and these could be to an ex-partner and even to your younger self. And it's a great way to just get things out on the paper, especially things you'd love to have said. And it can be really therapeutic to shred the letter or even burn it. Now, this might sound a little bit daft, but there really is something almost magical or therapeutic in getting all that narrative out of your head onto paper and then releasing it. As I said at the beginning, heartbreak is such a personal experience and healing from it is no different. However, what I do know is that in these times, the best thing we can do for ourselves is turn that love inward to our own heart instead of trying to chase someone else's. And this doesn't come easy to a lot of us because we're so used to serving others and putting ourselves last. So if you're in this situation right now, especially if it's feeling raw and new, I'm sending so much love and kindness your way. Please be gentle with yourself. Right now, it might feel like a day by day process. And I'm hoping in time you'll look back on this chapter, knowing it led you to an even greater love. You got this. And this is where I leave you. Until next time, take care.